devotional podcast, Let's Talk. It's a beautiful morning. I'm sitting outside enjoying our first taste of fall in Florida. Enjoying is the key word because it's been a long, hot summer and we aren't always guaranteed cool mornings even in fall. And I'm looking at my garden and it looks like it's been through it. Some of the wildflowers are still showing, but the summer okra and peas are done and turning brown. And they aren't competing with each other. Each one had its time and beauty and filled its purpose. Now the last bit of the harvest that was left on the vine, I can let the seeds dry out and save them for next year. It looks pretty messy in its current state, but it's okay. I enjoy the process. And I'm reminded of John 15, 1. Jesus says, I am the vine and my father is the gardener. Oftentimes, I am very idealistic. I'm keeping the end result in mind and striving for perfection, but my current circumstances disappoint my expectations. And I can fall into that trap of trying to take control of everything in my life or focus so intently on the future that I forget about working on what I can change in the present. But remembering that our father is the gardener helps me to rest in his process, to release control, to surrender, and trust what he is doing. And I'd shared that my great-grandmother was a poet, and I'd like to share one of her poems titled, A Garden, that points out his sovereignty. A Garden. It's peaceful in the garden this sunny day in fall, blue skies bending over all, birds inclined to sing, and good old earth beneath me. God's presence is everywhere, and I thank him for my garden. It is a place of prayer. There is a simple method, but the good Lord makes it grow. Some go all out for neatness. It must be so-and-so. Waiting for special days to plant and fretting about the weeds. Just let it be a partnership. God puts life in the seed. Oh, what's the use of fretting about the things we do? A simple plan is always good, but we only see it through. Just plant it, mulch it, love it, share it if you will. A garden is a blessing, empty spaces it will fill. I love her awareness to God's presence and understanding God has a plan. It reminds me that the garden in Genesis represents his presence in partnership with humanity to enjoy tending and working. Not to redefine what God had said, but to enjoy companionship with him and others while working it. John 15, 2-5, Jesus says that the Father cuts off the branches that don't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. And you have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. So remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. And I'm thankful our Father, Father's plan was to make Jesus the vine and the roots. Only believing in Jesus by faith could bridge the gap between my idealism and my behavior. And our unity with him by what he's done and our identity in him as adopted children promotes real behavior change and fruitfulness. And as we continue believing the message, we look more and more like what he says is true of us. And it is the message he says that pruned and purified us. What is the message? Is it for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that if we believe in him, he, we won't perish but have every eternal life? There's unity that comes from being saved by the same message, and this keeps us humble. The cross leveled the playing field, making us equal co-heirs.
In Romans 11, 17 through 19, it says, Some of the branches from Abraham's tree have been broken off, and you Gentiles who were branches from a wild olive tree have been grafted in. So now you also receive the blessing God has promised Abraham and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted into replaced branches that were broken off. You are just a branch, not the root. Well, you may say these branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember, they were branches, those they were broken off because they didn't believe in Christ. You are there because you do believe the message about him. You see, it is the same message that also has grafted us into the same true vine, Christ, and by the same gardener who tends to us to bring about the same fruit that only the same Holy Spirit could produce. And oftentimes we fall into the trap of focusing on maintaining unity horizontally instead of focusing on how our personal relationship to him brings unity. And it is only by staying connected and in tune to him individually we find unity because we all receive the same inheritance. Then we will stop fretting about the details of the garden and instead enjoy working inside the garden together. Paul contrasts this well in 1 Corinthians 3, 3-6. He says, For we are still controlled by our sinful nature if we are jealous and quarrel with one another. Then in 3, 6, he says, I planted the seed in your hearts, Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together, and with the same purpose in mind. And even when the garden looks messy and out of order, it's going to take patient endurance to work together. And that comes from focusing on our father, the gardener. And I think of my wife and I needing to reflect God's patience toward each other and to our children. And our family is a little micro garden God has given to us to manage. And my kids are young and will face real world problems. And we must be patient, tending and planting seeds, enjoying and trusting the father. James 5, 7 says, Dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. We too must be patient, for the coming of the Lord is near. Suffering and trials will come, but look at Job. In the end, the Lord was kind to him, and the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. Thank you, Father, for being full of mercy, for grafting us into you for planting the message about Christ in our hearts. I ask for unity with you and others that we might enjoy working for your purpose together and enjoying each other's fruitfulness. In 